Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Elmo's World. As always, it's your boy Elmer Momit. You already know what it is. You're back from a week off for Columbus Day. What is it, Indigenous Peoples Day now? Indigenous Peoples Day, bro. You you saw the riots. Dude, you remember when they taught you about Columbus, though? Yeah, the uh, Columbus saw the ocean blue in 1492. Whoever made that rhyme up, straight bars. <laughs> but it's like they teach you... they. They teach you like the great shit that he did, great shit that he did, and then, but you you learn about it in high school. They're like, nah, bro, he is a piece of shit. They switch everything on you. It's crazy. Yeah, some some big fuck Columbus energy. Some big fuck Columbus energy. Hold up, but like he didn't even land. In, he landed in like the Caribbean, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was off of everything. He wanted to go to India, and then he founded america but he was actually in the caribbean so i don't know i don't even know why that's a that's a day but i mean we get off of school so don't really fucking matter wait so if if it's indigenous people's day now do they like learn like soca and reggaeton in in school now (laughs) (laughs) kids kids coming home from school is like so jason what'd you learn in class today and he's like wagwan wagwan dj turn up the tune (laughs) one yet top Wine ponditing, wine and rasta batting, yell them. It's like, Jason, I put pizza rolls in the oven. He's like, I'll bomb a clan rasta man. You've been waiting to say those string of words for a long time. Listen, oh, I feel fuck. like you've oh, had that. Shit, I totally forgot I have my goddamn soundboard. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got a special guest on the show today. Uh, big longtime friend of the show and friend of ours. We got Mr. Kush Joshi in the building tonight. Hey, what's good, fellas? What up? What's going How been on? Playing? How's life, Kush? Dude, living that old man life, you know. Living in Jersey City now, working the city, and uh, yeah. Also, sir. big congratulations on that engagement. Thanks, boss. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Much appreciated. That if we could note. Uh, we were not invited to the engagement. <laughs> I, I know. Put that out Man, there. I wasn't going to talk about it, but <laughs> homie, air it out, bro. Air it out. I just, I just needed to throw, you know, little, little, little thing in there. Oh, uh, it's mad funny. <laughs> it's... You know what? Planning a wedding, it's part of the whole, it's part of the whole game where you always get people that are like, yo, am I invited to the wedding? Am I invited to the wedding? And you always like hit that awkward stage where it's like, we're like, you're not really sure where like whether or not they're gonna be invited or not. Or you are sure that they're not gonna be invited and you're just like, ha ha ha. Yeah. True. <laughs> you gotta play it off. So the topic of today's episode, we're talking about social media pet peeves. Kush, you can go first on what annoys you. Yo, what so it kind of uh piggybacks off of uh where I'm in where I am in my life right now, right? So I'm seeing a bunch of my friends getting married, getting engaged. And yo, what pisses me off so much is when you start seeing people that are like, hey, 58 days till my wedding, wedding planning, this and that, yo. And then it's like, I'm like, yo, I already knew that it's 58 days till your wedding because you posted this yesterday. It was 59 days yesterday about your wedding. (laughs) And you're just like, all right, cool. Like, you know what? 59 days later, it's like, all right, cool. Wedding's over. Things are going to die down a little bit, right? And then afterwards, it's like, oh, here's our honeymoon. Like, all the pictures from the honeymoon. And then you're like, all right, you know what? I get it. Honeymoon. You're taking cool pictures. You're going to a cool place, whatever. After that, it's like, oh, life with honey, life with hubby, like hubby life, married life. I'm like, dude, come on. You guys got to relax a little bit. Like, dude, it gets OD. And Kush is acting like he's not about to yo, do the I same. Yo, I swear to God. Shit, I'm, yo, I swear to God. Like, I posted one picture from the engagement and that's it. And I mean, I don't Actually, know. That's like, true. Maybe it's just like, I'm not that into social media like that. Where like, I don't like posting. I just kind of like, you know, keeping up with other people's lives and, and stuff like that. But Yo, it's so annoying. That's like that's a huge, huge pet peeve of mine. So Kush is like the dude in the group chat that just like reads all the messages but doesn't contribute anything. That's basically your role. I don't know about all that because most of the group chats that that we're all in is uh it's sports related. So it's a whole uh, nother yeah, story. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right, take take sports out of it, then that's your role. Fair enough. 
Yeah, and then and then after all the wedding stuff, and then once it comes time for for babies, they got the the gender reveal and the baby shower and all that. Bro, you're I can't I me. can't stand I can't stand gender reveals. Yo, on, gender on reveals are the fucking worst thing I've ever seen. I love watching the failed ones. Yo, I was just gonna say those are some of the funniest videos on Instagram these days. Those are amazing. Those are amazing. Like there's that one where he was he was beating like a balloon. Like it was supposed to be like a pinata or some shit. And the string came off the ground and the balloon just float like just floated away. I was like, this is what you get for fucking doing a gender reveal. I wish they kept the camera rolling like afterwards. So then they, they show like like what happens after that? Do they just not know who the what the gender is? <laughs> They're like, okay, guys, like we're actually having a girl. Sorry for all the build up. Yo, I actually wonder though, like, do the does the couple know what the gender is? Like, I feel like they like a lot of times in the video, like they act surprised too. I feel like they don't know who what the gender is gonna be, but I don't know, man. I feel like I'd want to know whether I'm gonna have a girl <laughs> or not before I'm revealing it to the world. Like, you see some of those athletes when they do their gender reveal, and then like the quarterback or something, it'll be like pink confetti flying everywhere and then you'll just see the look of just dread and depressedness in their face dog i would hate to be i would hate to be at kobe's uh gender (laughs) (laughs) could you imagine how disappointed he must have been when he was like at the ov guy's office and like it's a girl (laughs) i mean then he goes again it's a girl again and again (laughs) this man but she's definitely going to be the next, like, them. Della Don in the uh, WNBA. Yeah, for sure. She's going to WNBA. There's yeah, no hey, yo, speaking that. of, shout out Washington Mystics for the hey, big yes, WNBA championship. Yes, Bring hey. them back to the city. D.C. D.C. sports is, is killing it right now. I know. I Actually, I have uh, the World Series on right now in the background. Uh, but... Uh, uh, my my pet peeve with social media is animal Instagrams. I can't stand uh, pet Instagrams, like the the way that they they like caption those like as if the the dog is talking and like <laughs> oh me and mommy went out to the to the apple orchard today. I also I also hate those ones where it's like they show like a dog eating and then they'll caption it with like those stupid little like those little cutie like oh thanks friend for snack like mm, floofy like all that shit. <laughs> I saw I I I knew what? they took it too far. I saw one. It was like uh like a a mountain lion eating like a whole ass chicken like uh like a game chicken and then the caption is like mm, thanks for snack friend like. Bro, that is an apex predator you're talking to. I I'm literally about to not read saying these thanks now. for snack, friend. I'm literally about to read these in the voice that Elmer just did it. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to get that out of it. I'm going to see like these dog Instagrams and just read that shit like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't mind all that. It's kind of funny. But now that you just brought this up to me, I'm never going to look at it the same. Yeah, no, there's no way. I was like, yo, dog Instagram is kind of cute, man. (laughs) It's just so like the audacity to think that I care as much about your dog as I care about you to like follow a separate account for your dog. Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. To be fair, I don't even care about you that much. So following your dog, too, that's If, if and and you know what's even worse? If if the dog's account doesn't follow you back, it's like, damn, son, I can't even get a follow back. <laughs> I'm a domesticated animal, bro. Uh, you gotta reevaluate your shit after that. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie though. Some of these dog videos, I'm watching them right now. I'm like scrolling through my Instagram feed right now. Some of them are mad cute. They really are. <laughs> this is this is another one of those like difference in place in life kind of things. Yeah, maybe. Yo, because why do you why do you think I have all these like dog Instagram things on my yeah, uh exactly. on my on my feed, right? Yeah, it's just football, I, I baseball, basketball, been. and dogs. Yeah. See that makes sense. And marriage. No, it's it's like makeup videos, but that's a whole different story. Now everywhere like everybody has pictures of their dogs or something up on Instagram or social media and it it's less focused on on you but more focused on that the animal at times and I'm like are you really just like taking care of this dog just to show him off or like do you actually like like this dog do people use uh, their dogs for clout yeah for sure uh, for definitely sure. 100% yo come hey like dudes with dogs will definitely use it to get bitches dude you see it on you see it on tinder and hinge and all that stuff like the yeah, posts on, yeah. uh, on instagram hell and all that yeah. it's just like 
all right, like, I just want to hang out with your dog, not you type of thing, you know? Yo, I hate uh, Throwback Thursday. I think it's the dumbest shit ever. Um, <laughs> like, no joke. Like, so I'll see, like, posts. Like, imagine somebody just went to, like, Miami, right? On, on like, Monday. And then right on Thursday, they'll be posting Throwback Thursday, take me back to Miami. I'm like, bro, you just fucking went. Like, why didn't you just stay three extra days? Why do you have to show me a post? Like, I saw your post on Monday in Miami, and now I'm seeing your post on Thursday for Throwback Thursday. I think Throwback Thursday is the dumbest. And, like, Woman Crush Wednesday, Man Crush Monday, I think all that, those uh, three-letter acronym days are the dumbest ones. That That's my pet peeve. I hate those. Damn, son. A little, a little TBT never hurt anyone? Man, it's just whack, bro. Nobody care about what you did like back then. We living in the was that was that Drake line, the one from that from the last album the... about girls who who go on vacations and they they post pictures from like years ago. Uh, speaking of Drake, I saw this article. It was like, why do brown guys love Drake so much? And oh. it's like, why the fuck can't we just enjoy anything without people fucking analyzing it right? to its core? Oh my it's God. like Drake's just a good artist. Can I have Drake? Is that possible? I, Am I allowed I to enjoy just Drake? Like to listen to his music that is it like oh like brown guys have no touch with their emotions and drake showed a sensitive side to him so like they they flock to him i'm like shut up bro <laughs> like what the fuck yo, yo was that that's mad funny because all brown guys love drake <laughs> it is true <laughs> it literally is true Dog, it's like yeah like like we all use him for our instagram captions and like yeah like but like at the end of the day like it I think Drake is like the artist of our generation. He's so good. Why can't we just like this man? What like when people problem? look back and they're like, oh, like we had Michael Jackson, we had Prince, like we had Queen, like whatever. Like we had Drake. I think Drake like defined our generation. Like at every stage in your life, Drake was there. Your first Facts. heartbreak, Drake. Your first like big check, Drake. Drake was always there. No, you're right. I think he's the artist that defined our generation. He's one of my favorites, but people people always have a problem with brown guys liking Drake, and I don't get why. What people was, just what have was... a problem with brown guys having fun. Yeah, We're not yeah. allowed to have fun with anything <laughs> anymore. What if we took a look at why girls like Jay Sean? Yeah, exactly. Like brown girls in high school, and they all love Jay Sean. It's like, you know, maybe maybe they just love Jay Sean because he was a, a foreign influence on American culture, and they were trying to... <laughs> To navigate being South Asian and American at the same time, and Jay Sean did such a good job. Of, like, shut up, you know. Like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of the overanalyzing. Let me let oh. me have my Drake. That's a let life me cry. Peeve. Let me cry to Marvin's room. Like, let me have that. <laughs> That's definitely a, a life pet peeve. People overanalyze shit. Let me rap mm. about like Maybachs and all that, even though I don't have anything close to it. Yo, so I was getting a cut today, right? And the guy who was cutting me, he was he was born in ninety one, right? So we grew we me and him grew up around the same time. And he's bumping TI from like back in the day, like swagger like us and all that type of music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, Ooh. such a throwback. And I'm like, yo, what were we even doing back then? Like, we're talking about like, yo, God knows what, right? Like, he has like the anthem for like the gold diggers and like the the sugar daddies and all that i'm like yo this is what i was like rapping to on blast driving to high school and yo what the fuck did i have back then like what am i even doing yeah it's such a shame because like all of those like golden gems of like the uh early 2010s and like late 2000s like i wasn't really into hip-hop until high school so when when Drake yeah. was like dropping all of his good stuff and when TI was popping and like when all that stuff was dropping like I I was oblivious to it and I kind of like yeah. had like a renaissance moment in terms of like hip hop at like my sophomore year of high school I'm like holy fuck like this guy exists <laughs> yeah yo this shit is good I I feel like I just discovered music in general in high school like I wasn't like big on music in, in middle school or or elementary school it wasn't really accessible back then I was more like in middle school. I wasn't really into like like hip hop as I am now. It was more like just into whatever music was on at like the middle school dance type shit. I didn't really yeah, listen whatever to whatever's on the radio. After. Yeah, whatever's on the radio, whatever's on like at the dance, I'm like, oh yeah, like I heard this at the dance, whatever. 
but I wasn't like actively searching out music when I was younger. You know, like in terms of you know going on Apple Music, Spotify, like finding new artists, discovering new stuff, researching. That stuff was never part of my my. Wait, thing, did you guys have did you guys have LimeWire growing up? Hell yeah, boy. Yeah, boy, yeah. How much yo, older that's, are that's, you that's than what us? I'm, yo, that's that's what you use to yeah, hell explore yeah, bro. and discover new music. Like you hear a new song, you download it on LimeWire, fuck your computer up. Yeah, that was the a day, life. Yeah, the time it doesn't virus. fuck up, you. The time, <laughs> the, literally, the time it doesn't fuck up, then you can just keep downloading new shit until it does fuck up. Yeah. Exactly. Is LimeWire still around? No, it's dead. Napster. Napster. I never used Napster. I no, never used, did I. I never used Napster. LimeWire. I heard. Was I heard iTunes one. um is going offline. Yes, it is. It they're That's taking wild. iTunes out. That's crazy. Damn. Pouring out for iTunes. I gotta get all my music off of that shit before it does though. That hella files. God damn. I was like looking through it the other day. Dude, this... after after hearing your after hearing the uh the other pod about like all these services that talk about like streaming uh TV shows and all that stuff, yeah. yo, think about like think about that same thing with music too. Oh my right? goodness, it's the Dude, same I... thing. You have Spotify, you have Apple Music, and it's just we're just waiting till someone else comes out with something else that's cheaper or oh, yeah. I don't know if it's something more. Who knows. Yeah, no, but the thing with the the music stuff is like it's available on every platform. Like it's not like you get certain things that are like exclusive to Apple Music or like if anything's exclusive, it's going to be released on every platform within a couple of months or like a month. Like maybe it'll premiere on Apple Music, but it's going to be available everywhere else. My thing with the the TV stuff is like I can't watch the the Disney Plus exclusive stuff because because uh, I'm not subscribed to it, and like I'll I'll never like be able to see it unless I do subscribe to it. Yo, I'm telling oh, yeah, you, there's right. gonna come a point where there's gonna be some stuff that's available on Spotify, and then there's gonna be some stuff that's only available on Apple Music. Like they're gonna create some kind of a segmentation between the two of them. Like, why would you like, dude? Like, I have a subscription to Apple Music, and then my friend has a subscription to Spotify, and then we share it, right? I'm like, why? Like, why are you paying for? something that we can just share here and they're like oh like the playlists on spotify you know they're better than the they playlists are. that are on apple music yeah yo i completely I agree. agree i completely agree but i'm like i get all the albums i want i could download them for free on on apple music right i pay for the subscription yeah. or whatever and but it's just the it's just that you they they make you want both of them or make you like need both of them and it's Dude, it's a it's a slippery slope, man. I'm telling you. I'm a, probably about to switch actually from Apple Music to Spotify. I think it's yeah, time switched, to make the switch. I switched a while ago. Yeah, I, I, I need a rap caviar. Yo, rap caviar is the best one. And but I the thing think is, the, nowadays I feel like I discover the things that hit rap caviar before they get onto rap, or like at, same, around the same time same. they get onto rap caviar. Like I'm I'm like well versed in music enough that like I don't need to rely on rap caviar to find my music. Nah, it's more about for Spotify. It's more like the artists that you kind of haven't really heard of, like those really low key ones. That's what I want from Spotify. Like in terms of like the new music dropping or something, like I'm always kind of hip to that, but I want to find like new guys, you know, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know who to say right now, but like, just, it would be nice. Also speaking of Disney plus, if you are a Verizon wireless customer, you will get one year free of Disney plus just so you know. Get so out of here, really? Swear on my life. If you want to pay $70 a month for a phone, you can also get Disney Plus for free for one year. Damn. Momi with the big tips. I see you play. Yes, sir. You already know. That's <laughs> a, when you join Elmo's World, you come in. We always got something for you. Tips tips to take home. You already know. <laughs> Damn. I, I was just going to I, like I was gonna finesse the free trials. I was just going to create a new email address every month. <laughs> well, like title. Way, Find someone that works at Verizon, get their Verizon employee discount for a phone line, pay like $20, $30 a month, get Disney Plus for free, and get good phone service. Yo, Elmer, what you were just saying, what you were just saying about finessing the uh, your like email addresses and all that, yo, I try to do that shit all the time, <laughs> and it pisses me off more than anything when they track like a secondary thing on the back end when they're like, Oh, your address is the same. Oh, your phone number is the same. I'm like, are you really 
serious right now? Are you kidding me right now? It pisses me off so much. I'm like, I'm trying to scheme the system and you just have a back end way to just unscheme me. It's like, I'm trying to break the law. Let me break the law in it's, peace. Like, it's wild that it pisses me to, off, right? <laughs> That's funny as shit. No, yeah, they, they can track it. They can track it based off your address or credit card or something. If you, you know, put it down. That's the problem. Dude, yeah, it's like, it's like the, uh, like I, I, did this grocery service one time right like my boy gave me a uh a promo code or something like that i took it you know i got my groceries for like you know half off whatever and i'm like you know what like this is dope let me give up uh, let me give brachi the same code and she could use it whatever we're gonna two sets of groceries for both of them half off we'll just hop on another service do the same thing we'll just have you know like a year's worth of groceries for you know, just half the price or for free, whatever it is. And yo, these guys were like, no, we have your address on file. You can't use the same code. I'm like, this is, this is so ridiculous. Like, I just don't understand. It's a completely different person that's doing it. And you guys are just not letting me scheme the system. I How dare understand. they scheme you when you're trying yeah. to scheme? <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> Audacity. <laughs> like I'm taking the caucasity. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I've been saying I've been saying the caucasity a lot. I think that's so fucking funny. <laughs> yo, yo, on some real shit, on some real shit today. Um I was on the metro back home from work and there was um one open seat like in the cart and it was next to a white lady and I didn't sit there because I'm afraid of white people. <laughs> like I'll be Listen. I'll be walking down the street and I'll see a white lady like on the uh, on the other side of the street walking towards me like I'll cross the street. I'm, I don't clutch, want no smoke. You'll clutch your backpack. You'll clutch your backpack a little tighter. Lock, lock your front door. <laughs> but bro, don't don't worry. They're more afraid of you than you are of them. It's like a snake. Don't worry about it. I watch. I watch when they see us. I know what to look out for. He's white. He watched <laughs> Get Out. He watched He's Yakubians. <laughs> oh man, Yakubian. That's, so That's another racist. funny one. <laughs> White people stay wilding. Yo, this podcast is going to get taken down, like, yeah, next week. That's it. Here it is, I gotta, guys. I gotta watch this is our final about. episode. <laughs> Welcome. We had a great run. We had a we great... Just, all of our white listeners, like, it's been fantastic getting to know you. I was looking at our I was looking at our stats, like, for our listeners on Spotify. We have, like, we have listeners in, like, Iceland and, like, Denmark and Australia. I'm like, hey, shout out, shout out all our listeners in Australia. In Australia. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I, know if y'all down this? there, but hey. We appreciate white people too. We're just we're just a little nervous around them. We're, that's all we're saying. Yo, I'm not gonna lie to you. You're gonna see a TBT from one of your followers. From oh my god! The two weeks ago that they were in Australia or Iceland or something <laughs> like that. You're gonna be like, oh, you motherfucker. That's who was listening to the pod, dude. Straight up, I think if anybody's <laughs> listening, they're just gonna drop these TBTs and all the social media pieces we listed on here. They're just gonna drop it and add our account. It's gonna be so fucking annoying. <laughs> I also saw we have like a few listeners under the age of seventeen. Like, get the fuck off this podcast! Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Whoa, hold to up! Us? Hold up! You cannot be listening to this shit if you are under eighteen. They need to get off of this immediately. I we have a I, I checked on Apple. We have a explicit uh, we have an explicit symbol next to our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we have the little red E. Like I'm being dead ass. Yes, Yo, but like, the, whose parents are actually watching? Like what? what their kids are listening to right like your parents weren't listening your parents weren't following what you were downloading on limewire back in the day you know like just see a song and maybe hear it on your phone or in the in the car when your phone starts ringing or something like that and they were like like what are you listening to you know <laughs> you know like our parents used to bug out about the things that we were doing on the internet i do i couldn't even imagine like if i had a kid now who was in high school i wouldn't let them anywhere near a computer Oh, bro, speaking of high school kids and computers, I found, I figured out another social media pet peeve of mine. And this... Oh, shit, I forgot we were talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I hate dudes with Finstas. And I hate Finstas in general. That is... I think that's a number one for me. I think I think so. I don't know where uh, that... People like, just use their, their Finsta as Snapchats now, don't they? But yeah, but why the fuck would you do that? Like, who cares? Like, people are like, oh, I only let like my closest friends follow my Finsta. 
and sometimes they'll have like 200, 300 followers. I'm like, God damn, you got a lot of close friends, bro. How you how you keep up with everyone? Yo, it took me mad long to understand the concept of a finsta. Like that old head Kush just... coming in hot. <laughs> nah, old not, yo, old not head. even, not even, not even. It was like, I just, I just didn't understand the point of it, right? Like if you don't want to follow somebody or like you don't want your like family or whatever to see what you're up to or whatever, why don't you just create like another thing and have your family follow that one and not your or, like, you know, original one, like just do it the other way around, you know? Or yo, this is like a really foreign concept to people now. You could just talk to them yeah. in real life. <laughs> what? Talk to people? Yeah. Who does the that? Get out of here, Monique. Come on. Sign off. Get out of here. I got this is a hot take. I understand. Get the fuck off the podcast. But we can just call these people and tell them our issues instead of posting it on Finsta. Just throwing it out there, man. No, you know, just don't shoot the messenger. I'm just, I'm just trying to throw it out there. Ideas. Also, you don't have to be sharing like everything on social media. Like people, people will have like, like breakdowns. Like they'll be crying and they'll post it on their Finsta. Like seriously, like is that is that what you want to put out there? I don't know if you. This is the material that you want me to look at and think about when I think of you. I don't know if you want that. Like it's cool that people are comfortable with themselves like enough to to put that out there. But at the same time, maybe it's just because we're we're not like that connected with what they're up to. But it's like. Damn, like I, w- I would never have the, the confidence to do something like that. Like, I don't even know. Like, if I see that, right, like, I'm going to obviously reach out to the person and be like, okay, yo, like, are you okay? Like, how are you feeling? But, like, I don't know. I don't think social media is the place. I feel like you should just check up on your friends. Just talk to them. Like, why why do you have to post it on a Finsta or even on Instagram or any social media? Just Just talk to people. It's God so damn, Momi! Save these hot takes for the next episode. Come on now, <laughs> we have we have content that we can't just be spilling like this. Yo, these are take home tips for of wisdom, bro. These are <laughs> this is this is our uh, this is a new segment in uh, in Elmo's world. <laughs> this is Mo. This is Mo's corner. Mo's. <laughs> we took the L off, and we're only giving you dubs. This is Mo's corner right here. Uh, another thing about social media, I, this isn't as much of a pet peeve, but just something I find funny. It's like the way girls comment on uh, each other's Instagrams. Oh my I God. find this shit so funny. Like I'd be looking at a post, it's like ninety three comments. Like oh shit, like what this this post is busting, and it's like girls like oh my God, you look so cute. Like oh, oh my like, God, look queen. back at it, Ooh. queen. She's like oh hot girl. I'm like shit, man. I wish somebody hyped me up like that. And then I see my homies post like right under. I'm like yo, you look fucking fat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yo that that shirt looks stupid as hell they be like you look like a fucking potato in this shit bro take this shit down I'm like, hey listen my, my young kings we've been we've been oppressed for too long it's time that we start turning the tables hey this we is start. this hey, is listen a- if I- <laughs> if i see one of my boys at the beach and he's looking caked up you bet your ass i'm gonna post two peach emojis <laughs> Look back yo, at it, bro. Yo, we should make this a challenge for guys listening to this pod to just comment how girls do under everybody's pictures. I think this should be fucking hilarious. Men men for men, bro. Men for men. That's what we're doing here. Yikes. Yo, I, you know, I don't even think I could comment on this right now without getting blasted <laughs> from one end of the other. Because <laughs> she's fiance's in the other room, like, listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna listen to this shit next week and she's gonna be like, Kush, really? You said that? <laughs> Kush Kush gotta report back to people. <laughs> oh man. It's funny. She heard me and she just popped right in and she's like, she I know, I heard I heard in the background. I heard I, like, I heard <laughs> <laughs> Right on time. Are you joking? Are you cardinizing me? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Here it is. Oh, no. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm looking out for my young kings, okay? Look, yeah. this is this is this is the life. Cuz Cuz got Look, you guys you guys got living this life too one day. I swear to god, you will. Hey man, if we're still <laughs> recording this pod at that time, fuck. Bro, I'm only 26, man. You guys are like what? 23 right now? 22? 22. Yeah, you guys you guys are on your way. Hey man, 4 years is a long time. If anyone has taught me that four years is a long time, it's Donald Trump. <laughs> it's a long. It's longer than you think, bro. I'm, I'm chilling. 
I'm not, yo, I'm not gonna lie to you guys though. Like real talk, after you graduate, like I was told when I was in college that life after college is just gonna like go so slowly. Like you're in a routine, you're doing this, you're doing that. But yo, your life after college runs so fast oh, compared yeah. to like when you were in college. Like when I was in college, it felt like my life was like ten years long. Yeah. Like the memories and the experiences that I had when I was in college versus like afterwards, it's just like, yo, you're in a routine. Like that doesn't make your life fast or it doesn't make your life slower. It makes your life faster, if anything. I was actually talking about this with one of my friends. So we were talking about how like uh, a lot of people will say this because they're afraid of that kind of work culture that like they're like, oh, you have a job nine to five and then you just like kind of do whatever when you get home. Right. But even now, like employers are using a lot more strategies to, you know, keep workers happy, right? Like you have more flexible hours, like people can work from home, teleworking, all that shit. Like it's completely changed the work culture in America. I I personally am way more excited to be part of the work culture than I ever was to be part of school. Like working is so much more fun than school. And it's not even close. Uh, I no, enjoy I, this I, part. I definitely agree with you, man. Like it's been again, like four years since I've joined the workforce. I graduated and all that stuff. And dude, it's, it's so much more different than what it used to be like having like a structure to your life, having, you know, just knowing what you're going to do every single day. Like you don't have to study for these stupid exams yeah. to like, you know, three, 4am in the morning and all that stuff. And yo, props to you, man. Like you're, studying and you're working and you're like you know with the grad school and all that yeah, like yeah. dude I, I don't even know like how i would be able to do something like that i know but, i'm gonna have to at some point in my life but for real for real honestly it's just a means to an end man like i'm i enjoy studying you know what i'm studying i'm studying i'm doing my master's of public health like it's fun i really do enjoy it but again it's honestly a means to an end like i'm doing it only because i'm investing in myself and I think later on that investment will pay off in terms of, you know, being financially well off, you know, being able to help my parents, um, you know, like, you know, paying off all this debt, which speaking of debt, like <laughs> I just got into a, a kind of major car accident the other day. So I'm also kind of having to pay that shit off. So, yeah, I'm I'm in a lot. I got to pay a lot of money. See, but I, I like the, the spontaneity of college. Like, I like not having a routine and, like, a schedule of, like, all right, I got to, like, wake up at this time, go to work at this time, come home at this time, like, you know, block my day off like that. I love, like, like it'd be, like, a Thursday night and be like, yo, like, fuck it, let's just go to TGI Fridays for, like, Long Island iced teas, you know? But I feel like you can do that while you're working, too. It's just, like, the first part of your day is kind of blocked off. You know, like, you can still do everything else afterwards. It's just you don't have the responsibility of oh like i have an assignment the next day or oh like fuck i have to do this project or i have this deadline right like it's just like oh you know i finished my work work is at work i come home you know i can hit up my boys i can you know go hang out with my girl whatever it is so like i can i can see your point of the spontaneity but i feel like it's a you can't do it as much obviously but i feel like you can still integrate it into that college life maybe i'm just like a fuck and i just kind of do whatever even while i'm doing all this but... nah dude what what you're saying is is definitely true like that's that's part of what uh the luxury of being in uh you know like a professional role is all about yeah. like you don't have to worry about like those exams that you know you have to yeah. study for till 2 3 a.m in the morning like mm -hmm. after you know five six o'clock whatever it is you know if you're working in uh i banking or some shit like that eight o'clock no. whatever like you're you're free after that you know you could do whatever yeah. you want and i mean that's it's a great luxury that people don't you know what a lot of people don't really take advantage of and they're like oh Straight i'm up. so tired when i get home from work i'm i just want to sit back and relax and do this and that but like yo like you have the time you have yeah, the opportunity exactly. to you know engage in your social activities and your social obligations if you really want to it's just and whether or not you really want to or not and yeah, it's you can you can still keep up with all your hobbies, passions, everything. Like I've seen that the biggest problem with with how people are doing things is not that they don't have time because nobody has time. Right. But they're not willing to make time. 
that's the issue. Exactly. It's like people, people are just willing to, you know, kind of sit back and, you know, give excuses for like, oh yeah, you know, like I went to work, I'm so tired. But if you truly make the effort to go out and do these things, like you can still end up sleeping like eight hours. You can still go to school. You can still do work. You just got to be focused for certain periods of the day. And then after that, you can fuck around and enjoy your life. That's kind of what I've been doing. And, you know, it's been kind of working. So I I think I'm going to just keep going with this for real. Yeah, but like that's the illusion of it. So if you think about it, like you work nine to five, five days a week, that's 40 hours a week, right? But like when you have your class schedule, like you you go from class for like 9.30 to 10.45 and then like you have like a little break, like 45 minutes and then you have another class or like whatever it is. Like if you add up all your class time, it's going to be less than 40 hours a week. Yeah, and then, for sure. and then if you add on to that, the hours that you spent studying, like, I feel like all of that combined will probably add up to more or less, probably a little bit more than 40 hours. But like, okay. um, it's just because everything's so spaced out. Like you yeah. have this illusion of like, like there's, because there's no routine and there's no, like I get home at not to, at five o'clock and I can do whatever I want. It's like, I get home at like six o'clock at the end of this class and like I can study for a few hours. And then like, you know, like because everything's so spread out across the day, there's the illusion of like, I don't have enough time to like do the things I want to do. But if you add everything up and if you like do the math, I feel like it's going to end up being, you know, more or less the the same amount of time that you spend at work. But if if you think about it, like the problem is, though, is like when you're in college or like you need to study or whatever, like, yeah, you get home at six, right? You're like, oh, man, I've had a long ass day. I'm going to chill out for an hour. And then you're like, oh, well, I need a shower. I need to eat, whatever. You're going to do that for an hour. And you're like, all right, wow, I just ate. I'm so full. Like, I'm just going to chill for another hour. So now it's nine o'clock and you just chilled and done nothing for three hours. And then you got to start studying to, you know, do whatever else you you need to do, you know? So it's like, it's about having that, like, you know, self-discipline to just, you know study or whatever and like like you know when i was in college i i didn't really have that you know like i didn't have that self-discipline to just be like you know buckle down and just sit down you're you're an 18 year old kid you know yeah exactly and like who taught you that you know like when you were in middle school or high school or whatever like you were you know you did your you know your eight to four or whatever it was eight to three you know and after that you were done and you didn't have anything to to worry about after that so dude i didn't have that shit either that that kind of self-discipline, I don't know why it took me so long, but it, like literally until senior year of college, I don't think I really had that discipline. And then definitely for my master's, like it became the sort of thing that, oh, you know what? Like this stuff is a lot more practical. And like I, I really enjoy things that I can see transfer into real life and like go into the things that I'm going to be working in. So seeing the practicality of what I'm studying right now really helped me to be like, okay, you know what? Like I really need to give my effort and attention in this because later on it will help me. Whereas while I was doing stuff in undergrad, it was difficult for me to see. So other people can see it, but for me, it was just, it was just harder for me to see it. And, you know, like I kind of switched majors and shit. So it like, it was just like a bunch of things going on. So I I think that that self-discipline point that you brought up is so key. That's a huge thing, but People listening, just know that even if you don't get it right away, that as long as you develop it at some point and you can harness that energy and use it in a positive direction, that you'll be able to still be successful. Uh, so we're, we're running a little bit late on time here. So I just want to talk about the last thing we were going to talk about today. So the thing I love about Kush is after every episode, he always will, like if there's something that he finds interesting, he'll always hit us up offline about it. But, you know, he's a longtime listener of the show. He's a big supporter of us. And yeah, he hit us up. Uh, he hit us up offline a couple of days ago um, after one of the playoff games for baseball. And um, I'll, I'll give the floor to him and oh, let him speak. Oh, here right we now. go. Go ahead, Kush. Look, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm a, I'm a big <laughs> Yankee fan. Been a Yankee fan my entire life. And uh, not sure if I'm, you know, fully ready to talk about uh, <laughs> a couple of days ago or anything like that. Um, I'm sure most of your listeners are unaware the Yankees lost in the championship series to far better team, admittedly, um, than us. And uh dude, it was just it was just so devastating. Like watching that game on Saturday, I uh texted a few guys. Um dude, we we were down four to two in the ninth, hit a game tying home run in the top of the ninth. 
and I started screaming. Like I woke up all my neighbors, everything. It was like I don't even remember what time it was at that point. It must have been like midnight. And then like literally like twenty minutes later, thirty minutes later, we ended up losing. And bro, like that Sunday, two days ago, was one of the most depressing days of my entire life. Like I can't even put it into words. Meanwhile, See, I wouldn't I wouldn't even say they were a far better team. Like I, I watched most of the games from that series. Like uh, and there were there were moments there I would say it was a lot of missed opportunities. Like there were moments when you had bases loaded and you just weren't able to capitalize on that. And I was I was reading an article actually. It was like um they're talking about how the Yankees like this is the first time since like nineteen ten that you've gone a decade without getting into the World Series and it's especially bad because you spent like something like two like two billion dollars on this offense. Uh, in the past decade, yeah. In the past decade, yeah, on like just sluggers. Uh, and I, I saw this other thing. It was about how um, your offense relies on home runs and not necessarily like the singles and the doubles and, and like the, the smaller plays, the more like tactical um, aspects, the finer aspects of baseball. It's more just like slam that thing over the wall and like that's how the majority of your points are. Like you guys led the league in home runs this year, didn't you? Yeah, uh, we didn't we didn't lead the league. We were second, but the team that was in first broke the record and we broke the record too but they were just one better like what literally one home run better than us look like this off season is going to be this going to be a very important one you know like we have a young squad we have the ability we have a lot of young guys under contract still for the long term so moving forward i think that we're poised for you know years and years of uh of <laughs> you know what playoff success or regular season success and it's just a matter of whether or not they make the right moves any team like the yankees can be successful in the regular season you know like i talk about this with my friends all the time like they're all like you know huge baseball fans and stuff like that and they're like oh the yankees have the most money to spend and this and that and you know what like i argued against it for you know a period of time or whatever but what it comes down to is like if you have a lot of money to spend what that is going to translate to is that you're going to be good in the regular season, period. Whether or not that translates to playoff success is a whole nother story. Like you look back in the day, like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, when the Yankees were like really good, they had their dynasties going and all that. Like they had the power pitching. They had, you know, like the unstoppable closer, you know, the greatest closer of all time, Mariano Rivera. And, you know, it at this point right now, like, you got guys who get tired, you know, like you don't have that dominant pitching that is that enables your bullpen to be rested. You don't have guys that make contact with the ball on a regular basis that work the pitch count. Yo, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't even know if you guys know what I'm saying because I know neither of you watch any baseball at yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going <laughs> to act like I'm a I'm a expert in baseball. Yo, neither am I. I don't want you to I don't want you to get me wrong. I'm no expert in baseball or anything like that. I'm just a I'm just a fan. Bro, I might as well have just fucking muted my mic. Mic, like I literally haven't said anything <laughs> for the past five minutes, straight yeah, up. But like, I don't think there's, I don't think there's any doubt that you guys will do well in the regular season next year. Like, I to say that you guys will probably win the division, I, I wouldn't put it past the Yankees to do that next season. Um, but it's just a matter of like once you get to the playoffs, like, well, like you said, it's like how are you gonna, what are you gonna do once you get to that stage? Yo, not gonna lie, I, I wonder you got, you keep saying you guys, like, are you not a Yankees fan? Nah, I'm not a Yankees fan. See, here, here's, here's what I wanted to get to. Here's what I want to get to. Um, I grew up in North Jersey, as you know. And, like, so all, all of my friends were either, you know, Yankees or Mets fans. And I was just that kid that the, the whole concept of, like, this whole 27, at the time it was, like, 26, 25 rings. Like, I didn't care about any of that. Like, it was so cocky and so arrogant. And, like, just I always loved supporting the underdog, which is why I supported the Knicks, which is why I support the Mets. Um you know, it was the underdog story that I loved about it. And I feel, and it's such a shame that I have a Patriots fan and a Yankees fan in the in this <laughs> podcast right now. But I was going to say that Yankees fans are the equivalent to Patriots fans in my eyes because there's that entitlement to success that's always there every season. It's like, we are this dynasty. Like, we have to do well. And anything less, like, there are so many teams that would kill to have the win record that you guys had this year. But, you know, that's never enough for Yankees fans. And, and and with football, it's never enough for Patriots fans to just make it to the playoffs. Like they Nor have to win the Super be. Bowl. 
it's Super Bowl or bust in in New England, bro. Like, and I just never, I never aligned with that mentality. I love no, that. so you you make a really good point. Um, obviously, like through the years, like people have made comparisons and drawn comparisons between the Patriots and the Yankees, right? But it's not just about the success that these teams have year over year, right? Like the Yankees weren't really that successful in the 2010s. Like there were couple seasons where like they miss the playoffs and stuff like that whereas like if the Patriots miss the playoffs like it would be like just Momi tell me like would that would be blasphemous Wait, for the yo, Patriots when, to miss the playoffs that, the season when uh, Tom Brady went down and Matt Castle was the quarterback and we missed the playoffs it was literally went so fucking sad because we still had an 11 and 5 record but we lost we we the didn't have yeah we lost the tiebreaker to the Dolphins which was some fucking bullshit. We, I was so mad. Um, you know, we were still doing well, but like Elmer, to your point, like you're right though. Like, I mean, if if we, but the thing is, like the Patriots, you know, have been successful for literally like the past twenty years. But I feel like once Brady retires and leaves the Patriots, or like you know, there's talks about him leaving the Patriots. Um, that success is gonna kind of like dim down now, like. Like we don't really have that same level of quarterback play that we've had for so long. So at that time is when the Patriots like dynasty will kind of crumble, and you know we're gonna have to kind of start all, all over. But you know, in in Bill we trust. Exactly. As long as Bill Belichick is there, you guys are gonna be fine. Like that defense is strong. That offensive oh line God, is strong. Defense, you guys don't have anything shit. to worry about because like once you guys find the next quarterback, it doesn't even matter if he's like elite or not. He's gonna fit as long as they fit into the Belichick system, and Tom Brady is a system quarterback. Let me just say that first no, and foremost. No, 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 I can disagree. Uh, that's for a different as a time. as that's a Jets a fan. Time. As a Jets fan, I completely disagree. He is not a system quarterback at all. Yeah, he I, is. That's no. for a different pod. Look, that's look, ready, one. ready. As a Jets fan, let's take this hot take. It's not even that hot of a take. I think it's Tom cold. Brady is the goat. Period. Yeah, that's cold as oh, shit. I, I, I won't dispute that. Look, I'll, I'll never dispute that Jets Tom Brady's fan, the greatest. Look, like how many Jets fans do you know are going to admit that, right? Like, I respect the shit out of Tom Brady. I really, really do. Like, I love watching his successes on the field as much as I root against them because I know that I am never going to see. <laughs> and you know what? No. no one will ever see the level of success that he's had. And that's yeah. what I, yo, like, I had, I, I, like, our friends, like one of one of uh, a friend of ours that you guys know too, he's a Patriots fan. Text me today. He's like, "Yo, like everything that you say about LeBron, you've convinced me to like LeBron's greatness." And he related it to Tom Brady's greatness. I was, he's like, "I hate LeBron, but I'm just gonna keep watching all the great things yeah. that he keeps doing." You know, it's like you could hate a guy, but still respect the shit out of him, you know? And like, like yo, Tom Brady's the GOAT. That's the that's the end all be all. Yo, Momi, I actually, I actually had a question for you. I was listening to this podcast yeah. earlier today, and it just posed this, like, just ridiculous idea, but I thought it was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, imagine a league where Bill Belichick would travel to each team every week and coach <laughs> every team, like, a different week. <laughs> oh because, because look at this, because, you know, every time he's in an interview, like, he'll always, like, give praise to, like, a... A player and yeah. then, like you you'd think to yourself it's like if bill belichick had full reign to like that guy's um practice and like if he could mold him like do you think he could ha- like make that team better yeah I'll, like for sure i think maybe not on a week-to-week basis but like they were they were talking about it during like the monday night game like bill belichick is literally the master of detail in his craft like this man talks in his meetings, talks about who the refs are going to be and their tendencies, not just about the the teams. Like he'll be talking about like, oh, this ref likes to call pass interference. So let's let's not, you know, put our hands on like defense or like receivers too much or something like and that. You also know? like, hey, we've paid this ref this much. So <laughs> yeah, that just too. like watch out that for him. Too. Yeah, like be like, yo, you can do it in front of you can do it in front of the back judge because we drop we drop fifty thousand for him. So it's like, yeah, if you're gonna do hey, a face mask, do it on this part yeah, of the field. Do it on this part of the field, but don't do it on the left hash, bro. Hey, I'm fine with that, bro. I don't give a fuck. 
Yo, Mamid, let me ask you something while we're on the topic of football. Yeah. What do you think of Sam Darnold? Like, <sighs> okay, by honest no opinion, bias, right? no, bias, no bias, no uh, bias, no bullshit. Before yesterday's game, I was actually pretty high on Darnold. Take yesterday's game out of the picture. Okay, if we take it out, because he just, well, also, I guess yesterday's game should be kind of like an asterisk because, like, the Patriots defense is, like, balling yeah, out exactly. like crazy this exactly. year. So, exactly. that's fine. So, let's take yesterday's game out. Honestly, when he's on the field for the Jets, you guys look like such a better offense than you do without him. He is actually a pretty good quarterback. Like, taking pretty yesterday's good. game. I think he's pretty good. I I think he has things he needs to work on. Obviously, you know, he's a young quarterback. Like, of course. That's just how it goes. But I think give him, like, a year or two, I think he's a smart quarterback. Like, he'll he's learning how to pick up on NFL defenses and stuff. And I think give him a couple of two, one or two years and he'll be, he'll be pretty solid. Like, you know, obviously with Brady in the division, he's not going to be the best quarterback there, but Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, like they're looking to carry the division in the right direction. Uh, I think those are, they're going to be solid. I think they're solid. Yo, you guys, uh, you guys going to tune into the uh, Nats game tonight? I'm watching it right now. It's tied up. Oh yeah, I know. I know. Juan Soto just hit a home run. Yeah, um, I have it in the. I'll probably throw it right on. Now. I'll probably throw it on, and then uh, once basketball starts, I'll easily, quickly switch the channel. How do you feel about uh this uh this first team in uh Washington D.C. history to make the World Series? Yo, see, I wish I was if like any feelings. I, I wish I was actually a good like a real baseball fan, so I could feel the joy that some people have like you know you felt the despair of the yankees losing i wish i could feel the dis- the joy that some of my friends have for the nats going like it's insane but you know i'm not even a real fan like i'll say i'm a nats fan but i've been to one game ever in my entire life i've never fully watched a game on tv like i'm just enjoying it because it's dc sports like i'm like okay cool like for my hometown you know what i mean yeah, it's definitely it's definitely good for the city. I feel like in the in the last like three years, well, we had the the Caps won the Stanley Cup, and now you know the Nats are on the road for a, a World Series. Like DC sports have been on the up and up recently, and it's it's definitely a good thing for the city. Well, whoa, whoa, let's not disrespect the Mystics either. Yeah, Come on. bro, Liter- bro, Come every on. sport other than fucking ba- uh, basketball and football, we're doing amazing. The Capitals are amazing. Nats, Mystics. Like we're balling out, but you know, football, base, ba- basketball is is been tough for the city. Uh, one last question, because today is opening night in basketball. Uh, predictions for the season: Who are your Eastern Western Conference regular season one seeds, um, MVPs, and who's taking it all in June? Uh, I'm gonna say if the Clippers stay healthy, I think they can go number one seed. But with like Paul Paul George like having double shoulder surgery. I'm going to say my lock pick will be Denver to repeat as number one. MVP. Hi. Yeah, I think I think Denver will repeat as the number one seed in the West because they, you know, they just picked, they just got Michael Porter Jr. back. They're more experienced now. They're a better team. I think they'll, I think they're going to be good. MVP, I'm going to say, ooh, this one's tough. Um, Rookie of the, I'll, I'll go rookie of the year. Let me think about MVP. I think it's going to be Jaw. I don't think it's going to be uh, Zion just because I want to go different than somebody else. Like, I just want to say Ja, um, but Zion will probably win it when he comes back. Come back to my MVP choice. All right, Kush, what about you? Yo, so Western Conference number one seed. Yo, I'm putting all my eggs in uh, in LeBron's basket. It's oh, going to be the shit. Lakers. Okay, okay. It's me, the Lakers. I understand all the hype behind the Clippers and all that. You know what? I actually picked the Clippers to win tonight, but I think that LeBron and AD are going to figure figure their stuff out. Oh, I um, actually have the Lakers winning tonight, though. I have yeah? Tonight. I mean, yeah? We'll see. Oh, yeah, we'll see um, today. And then Eastern Conference number one seed. Look, like, honestly, if you don't pick the, if you don't pick the Bucks, mm-hmm. you're an idiot. Like... In my opinion, I mean, you could pick the you could pick the Sixers or whatever, but I think the Bucks they have the experience and all that. I think that uh, they're gonna get it. Um, MVP, I think. Yo, honestly, I think Giannis is gonna get it. You know, I think he's gonna Giannis carry that Bucks. Again? I think that yeah, I mean, I think that he's gonna carry that Bucks squad. 
and uh he's going to do uh he's going to do big things and you know what hot take the Knicks are going to make the playoffs they're going to be the number 8 seed <laughs> in the east <laughs> that's look that take oh, is 100% biased Hey, Kush, that's a very cold take because the Knicks are going to be the number two seed in the East. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> bad, bad. And uh, our our uh, rookie of the year is going to be RJ Barrett because obviously the Knicks uh, they don't have shooters, so RJ Barrett's just going to carry the squad to uh, to a number eight seed, in my opinion. I was pleasantly surprised by how well Frank Nilakina has improved. Uh, I was watching those preseason games; my guy's balling out, so I'm very excited to watch him play. But my Eastern Conference one seed is the Bucks. My Western Conference one seed is going to be the Nuggets. And MVP, I'm going to say Giannis repeat. I'm going to throw one more in. I'm going to say my dark horse team that no one is going to see doing well is the Miami Heat. I'm I'm, I'm a, very I'm excited a, to see. Okay. I think the Miami Heat are going to be such a fun team to watch. Oh, with Harrow and Butler, I can see that. I'm going to say a team that nobody's really talking about could be kind of a dark horse to do well in the West is going to be the Jazz. I think uh, people aren't really saying anything about them, but they have a great defensive core. I think they'll do solid. Um, And then MVP, just, I don't know. I think Giannis could definitely win it again, but I think this year I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with James Harden, bro. I'm gonna go with James Harden. What's your stance on I the think, Rockets? What do you think the Rockets are gonna do next se- this season? I don't think they're going deep in the like. I don't think they're going past the second round. But I think in the regular season, James Harden will ball out. And I think Westbrook understands that James Harden is the best player on that team. Hope if Westbrook is willing to take a bit of a step back, then Harden I think will just ball out. In, oh, like, like a step insane. back jumper. <laughs> <laughs> Russell, like, yeah, yeah, step back. I got it. I got it. Step back. <laughs> Yo, I got a bit of a hot take on the Rockets. I think this uh, this combination of of Westbrook and Harden, it's going to implode. Like, I don't think that it's going to go well at all. I think that these two guys are, you know, two premier point guards in this league. Where when they have the ball in their hands, they're arguably the best players in the league. And I mean, you can argue it, but both of them won a won an MVP, right? So I I just think that it's just going to implode horribly in their face. Like yeah, they'll make the playoffs and and all that, but I think I think they're going to be out in the first round. But also I want to change my my uh, MVP pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that LeBron is actually going to win the MVP just like he's deserved for years and years and years, but hasn't gotten it because the guys just the the awarders just don't want to want to give him the award every single fucking year. My question is, at the end of the finals, everyone, I feel like consensus was Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the league right now. And, you know, like a couple of weeks ago, the whole, the story's flipped. And now everyone's talking about, oh, Giannis is going to be MVP. And I, 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 even myself, I still think that Giannis is going to be MVP. I just wonder, you know, what happened in three months to Kawhi Leonard? Like, what did we do? What did he do wrong in the offseason that we've all just turned our backs on him? Since Whoa. Kawhi won the championship and he's finals MVP, de facto he is the best player in the league right now. But when you t- when you step back and look at just basketball in general, I don't know how people don't say it's LeBron. LeBron is still the best player in the league, man. I can't say anybody else, for real. He d- He just does everything. And now you gave him pretty much double the rest he's gotten in the past eight or nine years. He's going to be well-rested, focused, and ready to go. And you give him Anthony Davis, LeBron is going to ball out, man. I'm I'm very excited to see LeBron play. The one thing that's changed about uh, Kawhi's situation is that he changed teams, right? And when he was on the Raptors, there was no other superstar next to him. It was just him. And so now when he has another superstar next to him, it's like he's going to need to pass some of that work over to PG. PG is going to take some of that away from him. And so he's like, his stats are just not going to get as boosted as they were. This whole like MVP concept is just like, it's who's the best player on the worst team, more or less, like, or on the worst team that makes the playoffs, right? Like when Russell won it, you know what? Like he had awesome stats, like 
average triple double, whatever. But at the end of the day, who else did he have? Like he had to do everything, you know. And now Kawhi's not going to be able to do that. So I get it. You know, Giannis doesn't have the support that uh, Kawhi, uh that Kawhi does. Even with Paul George, though, I think like like it was on the Raptors, the offense is still going to run through Kawhi. I think if we've learned anything about Kawhi from last season and last postseason is that your team will do well when you give him the ball and you let him do what he needs to do. And I don't think Paul George is the guy that you're going to be giving the ball to that often that like the offense is still going to run through Kawhi. And like they have the bench to provide support to Kawhi to the point where he has all the assets he needs to kind of lead that offense. So I, I'm, I'm very excited to see what he'll do for the Clippers this year. Uh, but on that note, big thanks to Kush for hopping on the podcast with us today. Thank you, sir. Thank you guys for having me. Really appreciate it. As always, you can catch us on Instagram at Elmo's World, currently available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, new episodes drop every week, more or less. We try our best. Um, but this has been your boy Elmer Momit signing off. See y'all next time.